are you struggling to get by? The recession's coming. Could you use a little extra income? Maybe even side income that could pay for some of your gas or your food. Are you willing to do what it takes to take a step forward into this crypto world? Today is a brand new episode. It's a brand new day in the crypto space. Let's find out what we have in stores. This episode is brought to you by Ortier Capital. Ortier Capital helps individuals get involved into cryptocurrency by investing, staking, coding, and being involved in many other ways in participating in the network. Cryptocurrency is here to change the days and here for you to make your days better. Follow Ortier Capital on Instagram. It's O-R-T-I-E-R Capital. That's Ortier Capital. We will help you make your days better. All right, guys, let's take a dive into today's episode. This episode is brought to you by, you already know, one of the very best, Narujan. I am a top dominant researcher, and um, I spend a lot of my time looking into some of these projects. Yeah, guys, a lot of hours. So, you know, let's dive into it. So if you looked in the past four days, Bitcoin blew up. And are you guys curious why? How is this scam, this, you know, shitcoin or this, you know, digital fake coin pumping and why the fuck is it pumping, you know? And um let's dive into it and let's break it down if it's actually a scam or not, right? So if you look at Bitcoin and why was it created, you can understand like the use cases, right? So instead of looking at the money, right? Let's look at what it actually does. So if you have pieces of Bitcoins which is converted to value, right? So just say I have a full Bitcoin today, hypothetically, right? And I need to send you one Bitcoin for something, you know, I want to get a service off you that costs me $10,000, or I want to buy a car off you, right? And I want to pay in Bitcoin. So I give you one Bitcoin, which is equivalent to $10,000 in exchange, I'm getting what I wanted, and you get the money you want, right? And now once you receive the coins, you can sell it or you can keep it. It's really up to you. So you can cash out and get your cash you really wanted. And why is this better than cash, right? See, the thing with cash is, yeah, you can do the same thing with cash, but how much are you going to do it for, right? So could you imagine buying like $20,000 car off someone straight in cash, like $100 bills, $20 bills, where it depends on where you're from, right? So could you imagine counting through that? That's going to take you, what, 10, 15 minutes? And you're going to have to identify if the, the notes are fake or not. And um, you might have to find out, if you know, where they got it from, right? So that becomes a big concern, right? So imagine if you're doing that almost every day and like, you know, um, your car dealership, right? And every day you're selling like $15,000 worth of cars every day, you know, and you only get cash every day. So like, are you going to pay someone to count through the money? And are you going to pay a team to make sure the, the money isn't fake and you're not going to get in trouble when you go to the bank kind of thing? Well, it's really up to you guys. So that is why ultimately digital is going better, right? So now imagine if someone has to give you money from somewhere far, how are they going to give you cash? They would have to drive to you, right? They would have to deliver it to you or you would have to go pick it up, okay? So that is why this banking system made debit cards, right? Because now you have this digital kind of cash you can use, you know? But it, it's not digital currency, guys. It's still cash. It's the same cash. It's just in a digital way where it's bootleg. So they can just go around and change the numbers around. It's like when you pay your bills, right? How, how do you know you pay your bill? You just went there, you just gave them money, and they just went into the system and just changed it. That's all they did. So how do you know they can't just change this with, like, debt and just change it with, like, anything they want, you know? And, you know, this is a problem because this is a centralized system, which it's a pyramid scheme, right? There's someone at the top that owns the system, and they call the shots, right? 
So why the fuck is this fair in a world with billions of people? Why is there only like a small group that's controlling all of us, right? Why can't we be accountable for our own money? Well, for the people that want to, right? So I want to be accountable for my own money and my own banking institution. I don't want to be participating in some of these banking institutions and paying them monthly for nothing. Like, what the fuck? I'm paying you $6 so you can go around and just changing some random numbers on a fucking computer? Guys, the system is broken, and it's been broken, guys. And it's it's finally here to, you know, we're finally here to forefront and push it. You know, we're going to push the system till it breaks. And guess what, guys? It's already breaking. You can see already banks collapsing around the world. You can see banks are getting charged for overcharging people guys that is straight theft and why aren't they going to jail if but if a single individual overcharges or steals from someone you're going to jail right theft under five thousand theft under whatever it is but if a bank does it all they're getting penalized is with fines but then when they do it on purpose they don't go to jail right like what the fuck how is that fair right so that is what we are fighting against and that is what we're up against when we talk about you know these bankers or these investors or these institutional guys, right? It's guys like this that can bend laws, break stuff, so they can do it their way because, you know, they have the funds, they have the power, and they have the people behind it, right? So now when you're looking at it like that, think of it as, okay, let's think of it like banking, right? Don't think of it as like, you know, let's start looking at the negatives, right? So let's look at if banking was like a cartel, you know, ran by a group of people that just don't give a fuck about the average, right? So when we look at it like that, these cartels are charging everyone minimum of $6 up to like $18 or even $25 a month for a checking account, right? A, a savings account, an investing account, whatever the fuck it is, you know? A regular type of service, okay? Let's look at it in a business perspective, right? So they're offering you a business where you can come store whatever the fuck you have into this place, you know? And they're charging you minimum $6 a month. But if you're a student, you get a discount, whatever, okay? And then they also have many other services where, you know, they can give you cash and retarded debt and stuff, you know, in return, you're giving them real money back, but you're signing up for a fake debt that they're printing fake money that they're just printing for fun and they're giving to you, you're going to clean it, spend the rest of your 25, 30 fucking years, whatever the fuck it is, to pay that off to give them clean money that you worked for wow, guys, that's fucked up. So when you think of it like that, imagine they're doing this to billions of people, starting from car loans to house loans to every type of loan. And I think uh, my friend was telling me the other day, there was a study saying almost 48% of, I think, US or Canadian uh, you know, uh, citizens have a fucking debt. Like almost 48%. Guys, 48% of the nation has a fucking debt. For what? For who? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I, I get it. You guys want cars. You guys want houses and shit. But, like, guys, you guys have to understand. Sometimes you can't afford it. And you guys have to know that you guys are putting you in tax fucking... Uh, in tax... Uh, they're fucking you with tax and debt, right? So now when they're doing that, it, uh, it limits you from making more money than you actually want to so you can pay this stuff off, right? So imagine you have a job with, you know, you're making 30, 40 grand a year, okay? And, you know, they're taxing you at the highest fucking tax break at 30% because you're, sal you're a salary worker, right? You're an employee. So when you're getting taxed like that, you're making 30 grand, they're taking like shit ton off of you. And then you have your own expenses and you're buying a house and a car like that. Come on, guys. You know, your house is literally more than your salary, first of all. It's going to cost you more than your salary. So you're going to have to get a second job. So now when you do shit like this, you're running out of time that you can account for, right? So if you're running on a 24-hour time frame, why are you increasing your time to create more value? Why don't you just use that time that you already have to upcharge and scale up, right? So when you look at it like that, 
now these bankers are going more insane because during the Great Depression, guess what's going to happen? They're not going to give you your money. And if you want an urgent, they're probably going to charge you more, right? So now when you see it like this, when you're losing money, you're losing jobs, and all your source of income is going lower or negative while your debt and your interest is increasing, right? When you do that, you have to go bankrupt, right? There is no way of surviving that unless you find ways to stabilize and create way more money or cut off some stuff, you know, and make sure you don't spend too much. So we're living in this world where they're charging you almost 30% of what you're bringing home. And they're charging you tax on everything you buy and participate in this life, whether you're buying a car, a house, you know, food, this, that, everything is already taxed too on top. So now you're getting, you know, your legs cut off and they're cutting half your arms as you're fucking participating in this life network, right? So how is this fair to the average person, right? So the average person making 30 grand, 40 grand, you know, it's a struggle. Yeah, that's great. Okay. You know, we always talk about our life as a middle class, right? Have you ever thought of the fucking lower bottom class? Okay. Now think about this. I found this out the other day and it still fucking mind fucks me. There's people in the third world, okay, that have so little money value compared to us. The value of their currency is so shit compared to us dominant nations, right? Now, when you think about that and you understand the currency conversion and literally $300 of our top dominant nations, $300 could almost make you a half a month lifestyle living there. Like, you know, the same lifestyle you're living right now, a general, normal just day to day, you can live in a third world country for half a month. For 300 bucks, you can live at least half a month, okay? Okay, now you think about it that that is their fucking salary, guys. <laughs> that is some of their nation's salary. That is some of their middle class, their lower class of people's salary, right? When you think about it like that, these banking cartels are going into these third countries and charging the same fucking rate they're charging us, guys. They're charging them $6 a month, $12 a month, $25 a month for banking service. Guys, how the fuck are you going to afford to pay that if you're there? And guess what? There's people that are still trying to do it. And there's people that are been trying because they need one. They need they need a bank to get a house. They need a bank to do a bunch of shit because that's the cartel game. You know, they, they need you in the system. So how can you fight this? How do you like, what the fuck is going on? You know, <laughs> this is not what we were raised into, guys. This is not life as what we're supposed to know, guys. We're not supposed to fucking grow up just to buy cars and buy a house to pay debt to these fucking cartels for the rest of our 25-year life and then die and then rinse and repeat, guys. That's the most bullshittest fucking shit out there. Stop fucking falling to that trap hole, guys. We got to fucking take these guys out. And, you know, change doesn't just start from one person, guys. Change starts from the people that are listening and the people that are taking action. For those of you guys that are listening, thank you. Thank you for being here. But for those of you guys that are doing something and taking action by sharing something that are teaching a new friend about crypto, whether it's your parent, your uncle, or someone that just talks bad about it and you're actually educating them, guys, you guys are the champs because, you know, people are going to look back at you and be like, holy fuck, I'm such a retard for not listening to this guy. And guys, I'm sorry for saying that, but you guys do know it's true. Some of you guys don't, you guys are brainwashed to not fucking think this is going to work. And it's fucking hilarious because I, I, I listen to so much of your stories of why you guys think Bitcoin won't work. And it's funny. Because the one thing you guys say is price, okay? Let's deny the price factor and let's forget about the price and let's look at how it works, okay? Now, if you're going to participate in the Bitcoin network, guys, you don't pay fucking $6 a month to have a Bitcoin account, guys. And 
If you did, you would have over 10 accounts, so you're paying fucking $60 a month, fam. No, guys, they don't do that, okay? You get a free account. You get free unlimited accounts. In fact, you can go to any site, any fucking app, any wallet, and you can keep opening multiple, multiple, multiple accounts till you find something that you like with the same, with the like, with the like-minded password that you like. You can just keep opening it up, guys. No one gives a fuck. You know, you can open up 10,000 10, different accounts and have $1 in it. No one cares, guys. It's up to you. It's your money. You can do whatever the fuck you want, guys. So now, how do you participate in this Bitcoin network or this cryptocurrency network, right? So as soon as you buy the currency and you hold it in your wallet or whatever the fuck you want, you participate it by sending it out, doing stuff, playing games, whatever you want, and they take a transaction fee, right? Just like your bankers are taking a transaction fee, right? So if you're sending out, an email transfer or you're sending out a check, you're sending out this or a check to be processed, they're going to charge you $3, $5, 10 business days, 3 business days, 48 hours because it's your first check. You know, whatever the fuck the case is. But for Bitcoin, it only costs you money to send, right? And now when you're sending it, it could cost you $0.20, cents, $0.30, cents, $1, $10. Guys, it depends on what you use, right? And now when you're looking at Bitcoin, yeah, it could it, it could charge you $1 in transaction fees, maybe even $3, guys. Is that expensive? Sure. But imagine if you're sending $100 million or $10 million to someone across the fucking world, guys, literally within five minutes. Are you not willing to pay $2 in fees? Are you, are you honestly willing to go to the bank, wait fucking 30 motherfucking days for them to process your check and ask you where the fuck you got it from and show them paperwork while they use it for 30 days, 90% of your money to fucking loan it out to someone else and make interest on it? Guys, you realistically think our kids are going to grow up to a world doing that, guys. I can't believe that I'm growing up in a world doing that. Guys, it's fucking 2020, bro. Let's be fucking realistic. This fucking debt, this stupid shit, slavery shit is supposed to be done, guys, but it's hidden. It's fucking hidden for you sheeps to not know. But you guys are fucking in the cycle every fucking day just playing their game, guys. Just fucking time to wake up. It's time to wake up. So now why the fuck is this? Bitcoin thing better if you're paying $1 in transaction fee, right? Like, you know, money's supposed to be free, guys. Like, why am I spending money, right? Like, yo, guys, you're participating in computer networks, right? That secure the network every time a transaction is going out. It makes the network stronger. So that, so when you add more transactions in a network, it becomes a longer chain, right? So now this Bitcoin network was around since 2008. So guess what? The chain is fucking massive that if someone... So the only way to hack a network of these digital currencies, you would need 51% of the network capabilities, meaning you would need 51% of their mining rate. So if Bitcoin has over, you know, 500,000 hash rates per second, and that's going to cost you like, you know, half a million dollars, guys, you're literally spending half a million dollars every one minute because you're using half a million dollars worth of miners, mining the shit out of it, that's going to cost you a shitload of electricity, and you will need a shitload of fucking Bitcoins in your balance to do this shit while you're sending it out. So when you're doing this 51% attack, guys, yeah, it's going to cost you a shitload of money. And guess what, guys? You have to be able to hack the Bitcoin network all the way back to 2008's transactions. Every single transaction that happened between now and then, and then reconvert all those transactions to whatever you want. And guys, you would have to do that all before Bitcoin can 
confirms his next block, which could happen in eight minutes. <laughs> so have fun going through billions of transactions from now till back then, you know, and hack it. Yeah, have fun with quantum computers. Google, yeah, fucking try it, bro. Like, all these guys say they have quantum computers. Guys, let's put it to the test, you know. We have something that wasn't broken for a while. Let's try to break it. Yeah, a lot of people hate this shit that, yo, we don't want to test it. What if it breaks? Guys, how the fuck would we know till we don't, right? Like, all you guys going to do is keep talking shit. Yeah, all these quantum computers are going to come fucking, you know, eat crypto. Then fucking try it, bro. Like, I'm telling you guys, let's put it on the table and let's test it, you know? It's just like competition, right? Your banking institution versus ours. <laughs> you know, your AI computer versus ours, guys. You guys have to think about it. When there's miners on the network and this thing is doing transactions, right? It is an AI studying, right? So it's already recording who's a bad player, who's a good player, who's doing this, who has the most fucked up transactions. And it's already studying their network. So now when you think about this, if you created an AI that's literally for the past eight years, just learning from it, the environment, right? Just like when you were a baby for the first eight years, you're learning from the environment. You're learning from what is given to you and fed to you, right? So if, you know, Bitcoin's AI, is, just say hypothetically, it's a baby right now and it's like eight years old and, you know, every day it's gaining knowledge guys every day is gaining some transactions every day is being tested by someone that's trying to do fraud from across the world to someone that's trying to test and break parts of the network from different types of variations of coins guys there's people around the world every day that are testing limits and capabilities so now when you think about it like that why the fuck can't we just test it all in one mega day you know it's like the avengers fight you want to see the bad guys versus the good guys all of them going at it right so let's let all these super quantum AIs, Microsoft, Googles, everyone, name it, fucking NASA, versus Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, guys. Let's put it to the test. Because they don't want to do that, guys. Because could you imagine if Google spent, hypothetically, half a billion dollars to build their fucking quantum computers, and for 10 minutes, they try to hack Bitcoin, and they crashed? Could you imagine if Google's computer crashed and not Bitcoin? Do you know how the world will react, guys? Because someone created something, which is called Bitcoin, that can't be broken. Guys, what the fuck? <laughs> so think about that. So now you have a way for you to send money autonomously to anyone in the part of the world or in the universe. They could be anywhere, guys. See, the thing about crypto is it's not by location. It's not by anything. Once you open a wallet, fam, once you get your passwords, from the, that certain wallet, you'll get a 12 to 24 seed key password, right? So 24 word password, right? You'll get different type of variations of words, which is randomly mixed. And you'd have to put them back in a certain order they give you to unlock your wallet from any type of app, guys. So when you have that password, you can go to any single wallet, any new wallet, any brand new wallet, even on your friend's account. I don't recommend that, but yeah, you could fucking virtually open up your personal account on any device, guys, without ever logging in before. It's like opening up your Facebook account on someone else's device. It's the same shit, right? So now when you do that, it is not by location, it's not by anything, guys. It's it's literally just a piece of information that you own that could access this little micro part of this blockchain world that says, yes. This is his keys. This is him. 
give him access. And then, boom, you unlock it. And now you can do whatever the fuck you want. So now imagine giving this power to millions, if not billions of people around the world. And now they can send money to anyone they want, how much they want, however they want, how many times they want. And it's all the certain rate for everyone. There is no, there is like, you know, there's no VIP and shit. Yeah, there's priority. You can be like the fastest one on the chain. Yeah, it's going to cost you double the value and shit. You can get your transaction sent faster, but there is no like VIP where you're paying $200 a month just for your money to be gone like within one day because how the banking is charging, right? So if they're like charging 30 days, it's going to take the process. And they're like, yeah, we can get it in one day. It's going to charge you this much. Guys, that's some bullshit. They're just fucking fucking with you guys. They're just robbing you guys empty, you know? Why the fuck are you still doing that, guys? So now let's think about it this way. If you can spend your cash or your credit money on virtually anything you want, whether it's fucking drugs, you're going to... You're going to go buy, you know, liquor. You're going to go fucking buy anything you fucking want. You can literally do it with cash and credit, right? You want to go to fucking a strip club? You can use that. You can use your credit card there, guys, okay? You want to go to the pharmacy and buy, like, fucking Tylenol? You can do it, <laughs> okay? But if you want to use your cards to buy cryptocurrency, you cannot. Why is that, guys? How can we use our cash and credit cards to virtually get anything, even other currencies like UK pounds, American dollars and shit, but we cannot use our credit to buy fucking digital currencies? Because they know, guys, they know. Why would they ever <laughs> let you or give you access to let you use their the banking's credit card money because the credit card is their money? Why would they give you access to let you use their money to buy a fucking investment where you can pay off both parties, which is them and yourself, you know? Why would they ever let that scenario happen? A, they don't want the people to get rich. And B, they don't want to let certain people do it. So you would have to, you know, do certain stuff, get certain laws, you know, apply through certain shit to be approved or go through this kind of shit, right? So now... When you're looking at it, why are they making it so much harder, guys? Because it's fucking real and it works. So now why are these banking institutions getting into blockchain and crypto? Because, guys, they know it's here because they can't beat it. So guess what, guys? In 2017, they talk shit. They try to destroy it. And they shook out half of you. I personally know so much people that didn't want to get involved into cryptocurrency and left cryptocurrency because of the laws and the regulations because they were undeclared and they were bullshit, guys. I knew a lot of people that got shooken out because of that. Yeah, they could have, you know, made some money and they cashed out. Sure, that's great, guys. But guess what? You literally shooken out and went back to your old bullshit world, guys. How do you feel, you know? Does it feel proud? Sure, you know? You're back to the same shit. Yeah, you may double your money, you may triple your money. In fact, you even save money from yourself because of crypto crash, right? Now, you're back to paying $6 a month. So for the past one year since you cashed out of crypto and you saved yourself whatever X amount of dollars from the crash, guys, you're back to funding the same bullshit. You just... You know, fucking went through a forefront, a journey to help you find and fucking master your life and your fucking money, you know. And you fucking 
You're like, all right, great. I'm fucking happy. My vacay is over. I'm going back to reality. And you guys went back to reality. And guess what? How does it feel, guys? Does it feel so much better? Do you feel honestly happy that you saved yourself from the crash? Well, clearly, I don't know. You know, you tell me, guys. You tell me. Because this is a long game, you know? Just like when the bank started in 1913 to 1920-ish, bro, you have to understand since the 18th... In the 1890s, they were already talking about starting to create a type of institution like this, guys. You guys have to understand this was a long journey. So imagine all the people that were in the forefront. Imagine all the fucking fathers <laughs> that created this shit, right? So imagine that, okay? And flash forward today. Now they're a trillion-dollar industry, banking industry, killing it. They're killing it. They have so much money. They have so much assets. They own all your shit and they're making you pay for it. Like, how does it feel? Like, how does it feel going to a bank, being able to buy a house, feeling so happy, but knowing the bank owns it till you fucking pay off your mortgage? Yeah, the name says you own it. But guess what? The contract says you own it only after you pay it off, guys. So it's only temporary that you own it and you own it till you stop paying. So guess what happens when you stop paying? If you're living in there for 20 years and you stop paying in the first year, guys, guess what do you think really happens? Why don't you find out? Find out if you really own the house or not. So when you're looking at scenarios like that, like what the fuck? What the hell is ownership? What is money? You know, they're not giving you anything, guys. They're restricting you for every, from anything. They don't want you to grow, guys. You're buying a house with fucking no ownership to land. You literally own the fucking house. They'll be like, yo, you're paying property tax every fucking year. But I thought I owned the house, though. Like, what the fuck? What's going on, guys? See, when you're looking at it like this, they're robbing us every day. Every day. And there's millions There's millions of us. And every day, you guys are still funding them. You guys are just going on your journey. Guys, why don't you fucking sit back for 10, 15 minutes and look at reality? When you're growing up as a kid, how do you think life was going to be? Did you expect yourself to pay to be paid this much? Were you expected to pay your car fucking finance bills of five, $600 a month? Did you even expect that as a kid or were you growing up to do that? You know, what, what, what were you thinking when you were growing up? You know, did you want to be the best fucking soccer player? Did you want to be a millionaire? And what are you doing now? You know, how could you change your life, guys? These are literally scenarios and questions that can, are on the brink of your life that can change it, guys. It can take five minutes, 10, 15 minutes. It can take you a year, guys. But guess what? Once you find out your purpose and the answers, just get to it, guys. Just get to it. I know a lot of you that are very skillful that could use some extra money, guys. And you guys have what it takes, but you guys are not doing it, guys. Because you guys want the super easy route. You guys want money to be handed to you. Guess what? Money does get handed to you if you do it right, guys. If you play your cards right, money gets handed to you like nothing, guys. Just comes at you. So... Why is today's episode important, guys? Today's episode is important because I want you guys to look at reality and look at life as how we're living it. As a game, a matrix, okay? We're waking up every day and we have to participate in this life whether we like it or not. Whether we are a bum or not. Whether we own a business or not. Guys, every day we wake up, whether it's a certain time, whether it's a new time every time. You're always waking up doing something for your life, whether it's eating, whether it's driving around, whether it's talking to someone or shooting a podcast like this one. You're always doing something for bettering yourself in order to help others, right? So all this time, I've spent so much time researching to better myself and fix my financial statement so I could become wealthy so I don't have this problem for the next years or decades or ever, you know? 
I want to be able to solve this problem right fucking now, the root of it, before it gets bigger and tumbles and fucking crushes us all and crushes me, you know? I want to be secure and I want to be saved. So how do I do that? There is no one that's going to save you but your fucking self. Yes, every day out there, there's motivation. There's all these content. There's all this knowledge that's out there, guys. There's so much knowledge that I spit out. And yeah, I might not say it probably. I might say it aggressively. You guys might not understand it. Guys, fucking understand it. Take time to double listen to it. You know what? Make it in a way where you understand it, you know? So you get it better. So explain it to yourself, whatever I'm explaining. So how would you... How would you explain to someone what I told you, right? Something like that. So you kind of understand it in your situation, right? So when you're looking at it like that, could you imagine if you're not wealthy, okay? You can't afford $6 a month or you fucking barely have a job that gives you enough money to do this shit. And the bank on top is charging you this much money. On top of that interest and all this shit, how, how, how do you plan of surviving? Like, like seriously, the only way of survival at that point is to downgrade and cut off these expenses or increase your income, guys. Yes, increasing your income is the first choice a lot of people go to. But how do you increase your income? You can't just do it by more time, guys. You can't use up 24 hours of your whole day just to make $200 or $300. Yes, it, it could it could save your life. Yes, guys, you could do it. Like, Don't get me wrong. You have to do what it takes, guys. But don't forget your principles of why you started. Guys, you did not want to be a part of this slavery life. So why are you still doing it, right? You always grown up to this part of life where, yeah, work was a little factor of your life. You know, it wasn't your whole life. It wasn't half your life. It wasn't even anywhere like that. It was something that you enjoy doing because it's something you studied for or you're passionate about, right? That is what work was. And now we're coming in into a world where regardless of where you're working or what you're doing, the tax brackets and the top dogs are controlling you. So it doesn't matter what skill you have, how much you're fucking bringing in or what the fuck you do in life, guys. Think of it as a game of chess, bro. We're all pawns, you know? It doesn't matter. You can have, you can be taller, you can be colorful, you can be this, you can be bigger. I don't give a fuck, guys. We're all pawns, you know? And how do pawns play best? Guess what, guys? Pawns can even kill kings, knights, and queens. Don't ever forget that. Yeah, it's harder. You have less moves. But guess what, guys? You're the ground feeder, and your only job is to take out more ground feeders or the top dogs, okay? And the top dogs have to make sure they don't die by a fucking shitty pawn like you. So imagine that, guys. Mind blown. So we're the pawns. We're bottom feeders. And guess what? We're investing into cryptocurrency. And this is going to better our life. So starting today, all you guys that are listening or that are interested into cryptocurrency, take 10 to 15 minutes of your day. If you can dedicate one hour of every day or once a week, Work a schedule out and research into crypto or just study it. If you want to study the price points and make your life better as a trader, then fucking study the price action of where it's moving on a day-to-day, month-to-month, hourly price points and fixate on these price points and you can see certain patterns play out and you can make money, okay? For those of you that want to long-term invest, guys, this is the best opportunities right now. We will never see another cheap rate coming again. Yeah, it'll be cheap by $100. It'll be cheap by $1,000, $2,000. Guys, I'm not talking about 
cheap. I'm talking about stupid cheap, guys. In the next coming years, this thing is going to catapult and blow the fuck up so fucking hard that you guys are going to try buying in at such ridiculous prices. And I can't even put a number to that because I don't even want, I like, I want to picture Bitcoin at 100K, 200K, 300K. But for me, to see that on my account is going to be nuts because I know how the world is going to look and it's going to be in despair because that's when everyone is going to be so fucking broke because all these banks are fucking closing down and going into blockchain. And guess what they're going to do? If they're charging you $6 for a shitty network, what do you think they're going to do once they have the power of blockchain, guys? They're going to overcharge you guys for using this fucking AI smart banking system, boys. So imagine that. What if I can offer you that service before they do? What if I can build something like that, right? Like me. Who the fuck am I, guys? I'm going to compete with the banks. Think about it like that. I'm a fucking pawn, guys. And you guys are here just witnessing. Yeah, you guys don't want to help. But guess what? This is going to be a part of history. Whether I fail or not, there is so much millions like me, guys. And every day we're trying to do this. And you guys have the funds, have the knowledge, have the skills, have the people you guys choose not to act. You guys choose not to hit us up. You guys choose not to say, hey, man, I have an extra 50 bucks this month. How can I put it into your app? Or guess what, guys? I just got a bonus this this year. I just made an extra $1,000. Guess what? I'm going to help you for your app. What can I get in return or how can I help you? You know, guys, we're always here to help you. We're here to make your life better as well as everyone around us, guys. If If it's not meant for you guys, then by all means, I get it, guys. There's other people from your friends list that are super interested in this and they're looking for the next gateway. And this is it, guys. And you guys have the power of knowledge and you're suppressing it, guys. You know, you're suppressing their knowledge from them to grow. Some of us, our friends, our family are lost looking for ways. And these ways are given to them every fucking day. But some of them can't be found. You know, some of them can be shared, you know. It's like when we meet our friends and share our stories or share our success stories. How do we tell them? We go in person, we share, we tell them the greatest thing that happened or we tell them the most fucking disgustingest thing that happened. Like we tell them with the whole feeling, everything, A to Z, right? So why the fuck don't you want to explain the system properly to them? Don't just explain it. Yeah, it's a get rich thing. Buy it today. Yo, if you bought it four days ago, you could have made so much money. Yeah, I love doing that too, guys, because I want to show you guys the power of money. But you guys have to understand that's not the whole purpose of this. The whole purpose of this blockchain system is to be a part of this rebel autonomous network and fight back these cartels and making sure we remove their power. And if they want to be in charge of a banking system, they would have to use our powers and we would have our ownership and we will not partake in their services. If anything, we will let them build on our services. Okay, guys, you guys need to understand as every single person is grown in this world, okay, when we are born in the first nation, you guys need to understand what being born in this fucking country means, right? Being born in this country, yes, it's grateful, it, you know, it's fucking blessed, it's crazy, it's all that, but look into your birth certificate. Find out what your birth certificate actually means about you as a single individual person, okay? They're fucking using you as a corporation, as a piece of fucking shit that takes up space in this planet. So they charge you every fucking year that you exist. Welcome to fucking North America, guys. You know, that's what we do for a living. We charge you from the day you're born till the day you die. You know, 
That's what we do. We're a fucking cartel, guys. <laughs> and look, look at it honestly, guys. That's what it is, honestly. I Like, why the fuck do you guys hate it? Like, yo, I'm telling you bluntly to your face. Yeah, does it sound like I'm a bully? I'm not a bully. The bully, you guys know who the bully is. And you guys are letting him get away. And every day, he's manipulating you. He's fucking with you. He's toying with you. He's giving you interest-free breaks. He's giving you, you know what, redeem money back. He's giving you fake money back. He's giving you points money back. Guys, that's the real fucking cartel, guys. Why the fuck is he giving you all this points money? Why the fuck doesn't he give you real money back? Guys. This world is insane, guys. So now let's look at it. If I were to build a blockchain wallet system where you can store virtually all your digital currencies as well as Canadian dollars and any type of currency you would like on an app into your phone or your computer or any device that you use and you are the only person that has a password and I do not even own those 12 to 24 passwords. How powerful and almighty do you feel? How powerful would you feel to use my system to build something for yourself, to secure yourself, where I don't even know what you're doing? Guys, it's called a trusted system. I trusted you and I let you come to my system and I let you create wallets, okay? You can create unlimited wallets, you can store unlimited funds. I don't give a fuck, but my AI is going to study and if you do some fraud shit, my AI could shut down your wallets. That's the only thing. So if you are a bar, bad participant in the network and you guys are trying to do some fishy shit, guys, this is not for you. And the future is not for you guys because you guys are going to get fucked. You know, if you just want to better your life and make some money and try looking into tech, guys, this is the way, guys. As we are looking into the new tech that is arising, guys, when, when I used to watch YouTube videos and people are like, yo, this is crypto is like the dot-com bubble. I'm like, what the fuck? I didn't even exist in the dot-com bubble. That thing is insane. And I fucking watch videos of what happened, the reaction of all these investors, how they went broke or how these new investors came out because of the dot-com bubble because they got cheap rates on all these fucking things that were on a recession. Bro, it's mind-boggling. Like, you have to listen to these stories. They're like they're fucking real, guys. These guys started from nothing. They're like ground feeders like us. And they built their success and their journey every day by taking 10, 25, 30 minute actions, you know? Consistently, every day, guys. It's a routine. Now, when you look at it that way, what makes an investor successful or not? You know? Yeah, you can have the knowledge, but like guess what? You can be Einstein's knowledge. But then Einstein wasn't as rich as Warren Buffett, right? You can have Warren Buffett's knowledge, but he wasn't rich as I he wasn't as smart as Einstein, right? So think about it like that. You would have to give up some to give up some, right? So what do you want to give up and what is your end game goal? Is your end game goal to be the smartest or the best skillful person in that field? Then go for it, guys, but don't expect to be paid billions, okay? But if your skill is to craft and master money and making sure that your investments are always growing and that is your only job is to grow your financial statement and wealth, then guess what? You're going to be a billionaire. But guess what? You don't need to be a top scientist, smart mathematician to do that. Guys, virtually anyone can do it. You just have to master the craft of money and patterns. And you just have to rinse and repeat. So when you think about it like that, a trader's lifestyle, they don't have to be smart. They just have to look at these price points and they're like, oh, okay, 
every 30 minutes, Bitcoin's moving $100. And guess what? I'm going to keep buying and selling. That's $100 every 30 minutes. That's fucking bank. Guys, who the fuck is complaining? Yo, you can make money literally anywhere. Okay, so what? You don't have a whole Bitcoin. You can't make that $100 every 30 minutes. But guess what? You have half a Bitcoin. You just made $50 every 30 minutes. What the fuck? All that took you is two seconds to click buy and two seconds to sell? Come on, guys. Like, literally, this is all you're doing. And you can go to any bank, any Bitcoin ATM, and cash the fuck out. Yeah, they won't let you load up with your credit cards. But some banks let you cash out cryptos straight to their bank accounts because, you know, they want that good good, fam. They want that good good. But think about it. If this is a world we're living in, guys, and our politicians and prime ministers and presidents and all these pieces of shits all above us are suppressing us from technology like this and not letting us get it, what do you think they're going to do once, we, once they understand it or once they build it? Guys, it's not a joke anymore, guys. We're heading to the real world. And today is the forefront. Today is the time you guys wake up as November, December, January 2020 is coming. In like three days, like around the corner, guys, you guys are going to witness the greatest fucking joke of a lifetime. Because I'm going to be spending majority of my lifetime exposing these cartels every day for you guys. Because that is my life. And that is what it consists of. So every day, you will get knowledge of who these good guys are and who these bad guys are. And you guys can go from there and do whatever you want. So today's episode is brought to you by... Banking cartels versus Bitcoin. Who you got? You know, I put my hand up for Bitcoin straight. Yeah, I love banking. I honestly, it helps a lot of people that do not have houses and shit be able to get houses. You know, yeah, if it weren't for banking, half of us can't afford houses, cars, can't afford anything in life. Realistically, think about it. Without a bank, none of you guys have fucking money to do anything, right? So how would you live that lifestyle? Imagine cutting off all your bank, all your credit cards, all your debt, and think about your starting on a brand new slate with nothing. Like nothing. No money, nothing. You're restarting. How would you start? You know, where would you start? You know, imagine in a world where there is no thing as let's go back into pre-existence when, you know, pre-money and shit, right? Before you had the fact of going to eight hours and getting paid. Let's look at when we were like, you know, cavemen or savages walking around roaming earth and trying to convert random shit for money, right? Let's look at those times, okay? You're a fucking caveman. I don't know. You, Whatever. Whatever the fuck you want to be, okay? You're walking on this fucking face of earth, you know, whatever country you could be on. And you have a bunch of fucking nuts, you know, from Brazil. You got some crazy nuts from, like, near Amazon's fucking rainforest or whatever, okay? And you go to this different country, and they never seen these fucking nuts. <laughs> you know? They never seen this type. And it's special. It's crazy. I don't know. From their country, they never seen that kind of shit, right? And they're willing to offer you something, and you're like, huh, what, what do I need, you know? It's like, fuck, gee. Like, these nuts are super common for me. I had a shitload of them in my place. Mm, I'm kind of hungry, you know? So you can exchange the nuts for some other food, you know, that you like, that they have, right? It's an exchange of services, right? It's like, you want this, I want this. Let's work out a metric system that we can convert this, kind of, right? So, like, how about I give you two of these nuts for one of that bread or something? Or I give you five of this for one of that, you know? And we convert... 
and we try to come up with a bargaining system. And that is how money and these principles of money was created from way back in the days before these fucking banking cartel guys. You guys need to understand that our ancestors and our fucking forefathers or whatever the fuck you want to name them are the ones that were roaming this fucking planet, finding out what the fuck money was and creating the value of money before these pieces of shits came in and started charging us thinking they know what the fuck money is. Okay, our ancestors were walking around trading silk trading fucking dirt, trading anything they can get their fucking hands on in exchange for different types of goods and services. That is the first power and root of money that you can never take back, guys. It's an exchange of services and it's the understanding of doing that, guys. For me and you to be on the same page, for us to understand we don't speak the same language, okay? You could be from Spain and you can speak some next language. And I can be from fucking Brazil. I speak different language. I don't know what the fuck you're saying to me. I hold two nuts and I point at the bread and I'm like, I want that fucking two bread. And I'm pretty much telling you, here's these two nuts. Guys, it's universal, fam. Money doesn't need any language. It's super universal, right? So now let's upscale this. Imagine if billions of people or millions at that time were doing that. Going around, just converting whatever the fuck is common or easy for them to find for something better that they can't get, okay? Imagine you live in a forest area and all you see is animals. So back then, you used to catch, like, kill animals and get the fur, right? And go exchange the fur, right? So you can exchange the fur for, like, food, money, you know, whatever the fuck you want, right? So if your common and easiest way for you to create a survival based on what you had and what's around you... And the easiest was to just hunt animal and just fucking get fur because that was the best resource for a way. And your capability comes from how much animals you kill that day because you can get paid more. That became your job and your skill, right? So now when people were doing these certain types of traits that they were determined to do just for the stability of money or those goods, it became an occupation, like a job, you know? They started doing it every day now, right? So imagine something that you just started just to do temporarily, just for like, you know, once a week or like, you know, once a month, just for you to gain a little bit of money or a little bit of food, right? And now you have to kind of do that every day because like, you know, the 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 the, the value of the, the coins or the value of the, the nuts aren't as valuable anymore because there's so much people trading it now and there's so much like, there's so much quantity out there, right? So like, you know, they don't want it as valuable anymore. So they want more of it for like less bread. And it's like, what the fuck, you know? And like, now it became a system where like, you know, there's there's like, there's, there's like people that are involved, different parties that are trying to commission or, you know, arbitrage or take advantage of the price gaps or like, you know, the miss, you know, the missed opportunities and stuff, right? So there would always be a price point you can always figure out, guys. Like, whether you don't like the price point or they don't, someone will eventually come by and make it work, okay? Whether you have three nuts and you're willing to give up two, but the guy wants all three and you say no, guys, that's good on your part because you know you weren't going to get ripped off. But now you lost your chance of getting that bread. That's what your main goal was. Your main goal wasn't to keep three nuts. Your main goal was to bargain and get the bread. That was a target, okay? Don't ever forget that. Now, just because you had to give up more or give up less, yeah, it could be a factor for you to do the trade or not. 
But then now you're getting emotional and you're getting too attached to the fact of the target, the bread. That's what you originally wanted. Now, if you're a time waster and you just wanted to make money by getting the bread and just switching it to someone else and going back and forth so you can create a profit, then that's different. Then you will need to exchange two nuts for a bread or it's not valuable for you because you need to exchange that bread for three nuts now because that's what you do for a living. You exchange the same bread you get, but instead of for two nuts, you get three. So now you get one extra. So now you're on profit. So every time you flip two breads, you can get one bread for free, right? So now when you're doing that rinse and repeat, you're making a shitload of money and you can create a small dynasty, like a little empire. And what does what happens when that happens, right? You would obviously hire more employees to do that for you because it comes your job. You become a business owner and that is your trait, you know? Now, flash forward to like 50, 60 years after when people became, when that became their primary jobs and that is what their occupation and that is what they labeled themselves as, flash forward with banking and where they created a way for you to be like, hey, I'm willing to fund into your shit. You look kind of smart. You make some money. Yeah, your track record is pretty good. And before the real banks that we know came, there were these, you know, mobster bankers, the like people that had money that, you know, like guys, you can see videos from back in the days, like movies and shit. You know, you'll understand like how the fucking cartel looking guys were, you know, they just like casual fucking suit looking guys you know they wear suits they have a shitload of money you don't know where the fuck they get it from they come by they help you they fucking take it back and they leave you know (laughs) so when you're looking at it like that so if you're into fur trade and i am an investor at that time and i like what you're doing right and i think like wow this guy's literally like making 10 coins a day and 10 coins is a lot you can get like 50 bread with one coin and it's like holy shit So when I see something like that, I'll be like, hey, buddy, you know, how could I help you upscale your business and make sure you get more fur or make sure you get more money? And it's like, yeah, uh, for me, traveling is an issue from collecting these fur and dropping it to the town. I'm spending my time walking here, traveling or whatever the fuck it could be when I can go hunt more. And it's like, oh, okay, so we have a problem. Your problem is you can't hunt more because you have to deliver these off. So your target is to get more, but you can't because you have to do something else. It's like, you know what? How about you keep hunting and I keep delivering it for you? In exchange, you give me the money that it costs you to give it or if not more. Because now you're going to be able and capable of hunting more. And if not, I'll bring a few people for you to hunt with so you can get way more for it. And for that guy, his main target was to get more so he can collect more money. You know, so for him, if he's making 10 coins a day and it's only going to cost them literally two coins every fucking day to drop the pelts off the fur, you think he's not going to do it? Yeah, he's going to be like, oh, my God, two coins. That's a lot. That's so much bread. But guess what? Now he has capability of getting six more furs for that day. And now he has a chance of almost doubling, doubling his daily income or his daily fur count or whatever the fuck you want to count it. You know, guys, that is the power of getting involved, you know. So imagine this network with billions of people now, right? So now that was just one investor. That was just me giving you money. Now imagine I tell my friend and he's like, holy shit, I have way more coins and I have way more workers and I have skilled fucking killers, you know. Let's go do this shit, you know, like every day. I'll give you five workers. Let's kill all these fuckers, you know. Let's go up all cities and let's kill them all. 
guess what, guys? That's their job. And that's what they're going to do. So every day, they're going to have a quota and they're going to have to hit it. So now think about this about with different jobs and different skill fields. And now think about it with bankers and investors. Every month, they have a quota and they would have to hit that. And in return, they get back interest, they get back whatever in return, maybe their goods and they flip their goods for more or they start a side competition, you know, where they're like, hey, you know what? How about you sell fur on this street, I sell on this street, and we price it differently, and we see how it works out. And they'll be like, gee, that's not a good idea, because I own both businesses, but it'll be two different workers, so they'll think it's two different businesses. Gee, what a smart idea, right? And they started making counter businesses and competing with each other and making different types of businesses from there and upscaling. So imagine if you're literally killing and hunting these animals just for fur, right? Okay, that is your first job, you know, that's what you started off as. Now imagine if you can upscale that. How would you upscale that and make more money, you know? Guys, you're killing an animal. If you can kill it right, you can get the organs out and that's considered meat, right? <laughs> so why not sell meat and fur, you know? Now you created a, another source of income from one of the things you're doing with the same amount of workers. Now you can, in fact, double, if not triple, depending on the meat value of what you're getting every day just by creating another stream from that, okay? And now... Imagine you want to do something else, you know, instead of selling, you know, just fucking fur or meat and all the shit, you want to upscale it. So how would you upscale it? Well, you can start selling like for clothing, right? You can start, you know, stitching some gloves, stitching hats out of fur and sell it for a little more. So now you're creating another job, which is, you know, for people that are into sewing and all this stuff and they can, you know, craft with fur. You're giving them a job. You're paying them whatever, one or two coins a day. And in return, they're making you five, six coins a day. You know what I mean? Just from converting that fur into an art craft, you know? You're generating more coin and you're literally paying one-fifth, even if you have to pay a half of it. And then now when you double it, guys, you're making nuts, okay? So now flash forward to people doing that for generations, right? Imagine like, you know, your ancestors were growing up into that and then like, Three generations down, they were still in it. Guys, the, it's going to be a monopoly, guys. They're going to own, like, 500 shops, 600 shops. They're going to own, like, fucking franchises, guys. So now, flash forward to today, if those guys were still doing it, and some of the guys got into different trades, some of them, you know, obviously bloodlines died and shit, but then there's still bloodlines that went on, and they went into different fields. So imagine these guys are doing this with banking. Guys, they literally started, like, 200 years ago, and now they're fucking killing it, <laughs> you know? They're making billions and trillions off of every single soul on the face of this earth. You know, regardless of where you're born, what you're doing, and where the fuck you want to live, you have a choice to participate in the banking institution and making sure you can get a house and we can keep track of what you're doing. Or you can just move with cash and making sure we, we can't give you anything. You won't own a piece of this earth. We'll make sure you cannot own a piece of this earth without a a bank card, a credit card, a SIN card. The fuck? Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know? That's crazy, right? And to think that we live still in a world where I still have to go show ID when I want to go fucking go to the bar and shit. It's pretty nuts, guys. It's pretty nuts. It's like, hey, guys, pretty sure I'm older than the age, but 
you know what? I kind of understand. Like, you're kind of new. You probably can't tell. Like, I'm fucking clearly not under 19, you know? But, hey, you know, it's the way these laws and regulations were brought. And can you blame the people? I don't know. I still do because you guys are fucking sheeps and you guys are letting it slide, guys. If you let it slide, yes, you're a part of that system. But if you don't know and you're not, then by all means, research and get used to it. So why is blockchain important, guys? And from what I told you, right, you're trading all these skills for money, for all this shit, okay? Now imagine this. We're living in today's world. You don't have a job or you don't want to work in these bullshit jobs for $100, $80 a day, but you want to use your own skills to create new type of jobs or new type of categories where you can do something cool, right? So what is something cool? What is something people doing today? They're playing games. They're doing random shit and all this shit, right? And the craziest thing you can do today is probably live stream your games. If you're a good gamer and you're playing games and you're really good at it and you're good with competition, why not live stream it, right? So now when you're live streaming, you can make more awareness. People will find out who you are. And if you're good, you can make money from charity, donations, blah, 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 sponsorship. And now upscale that, right? Upscale that, but not using a a banking institution. Fuck those guys, you know? Upscale that where every minute, every second, as a watcher, you can get paid or as a a creator, you can get paid both ways, not just one way, okay? Now, when you're looking into that type of network, for me to watch a YouTuber or a gamer play his game and every minute I get a payout because being participating in his stream and watching, if not ta- if I'm not talking, I'm still watching, I still get paid, guys, because I'm still watching his content. Guys, this is powerful, and this works for billions of people. So imagine if you're streaming every day and you're helping people create money by just watching your stream, guys. Bro, that's mind blown. Anyone can create money, whether it's five cents, 10 cents, 100 cents. It's called rinse and repeat and upscale. Find ways to make it better and make it so much crazier. So let's look at today Samsung TV. Samsung is leading the TV game and the phone game, guys. They destroyed it. And these guys are a Chinese company. What the fuck does North America or these companies have on giants like this? Guys, they have so much money and funding. They've been around for so long. They're massive. And they're going to get even massive. Because now, not only is Samsung TV going to get involved into blockchain, they're also going to have Theta, Theta Network. So Theta Network is a blockchain that lets you stream on their network and in return you can do live stream and you can get paid and you can do many sorts of stuff and do giveaways gaming and all this cool stuff all in one app off your tv off any streaming device for free guys super easy to use and now they partnered up with samsung on their tv so now not only can you stream your tv and do all of this stuff theta tv might give a run on Apple TV. Apple TV and all this crap is going to get crushed, guys. All these things that we're paying so much money for, like Netflix. Yeah, like Netflix is okay. $10, $11. Yeah, it's reasonable. But look at what they're charging now. You have to add more devices. $15 a month. Guess what? There's tax. There's this. There's that. And now there's a billion users and blah, blah, blah. And they're making a shit ton of money, guys. Guys. Why aren't we getting paid to watch on Netflix, guys? Guys, it's going to happen. It sounds crazy as fuck. But could you imagine getting paid at least 10 fucking cents in your your country's money for watching a fucking movie that you watch for free today? Could you imagine how powerful the start of that is? 
Like, fuck the factor of how much they're giving. Let's look at the factor is that they're fucking giving you. Whether it's one cent or two cents. Is YouTube fucking doing that? Bro, you would have to break a certain amount of audience, certain amount of views to do this shit. This could all be done on blockchain. Whether you start today and you're fucking nobody, you can start streaming. You can start doing anything. You can start participating in any type of network and start making money today, guys. Guys, this is the power of blockchain and this is why it's here to stay. And I love today's episode. I'm sorry that was a big rant. I really want to teach you guys about the principles of why these are important. And I explained about the factors of how money was created and how money could be changed and it could be altered when negotiating, right? So when you think about it like that, Bitcoin is the same thing. The price is always changing, guys. And I have to sign now because it's been over an hour. I hope you love today's episode. If you guys do have any questions, hit me up on Instagram. It's N22NTWOTWO or hit up ORTA Capital. That's O-R-T-I-A-R, Capital Doc. Instagram, you can search up ORTA Capital. Guys, I'm ending it off. Hope you enjoyed it. Peace.